Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the table. This is the Come to the Table podcast with Adam, and I am your host, Adam Franzen. I uh, just finished recording this exact episode over the last couple of minutes and then played it back and was having audio issues yet again. So I'm really hoping this time it is a good sounding podcast. I really need to invest in a new podcast mic instead of this headset that I'm using. But anyways, uh, this is the Come to the Table podcast. Welcome back. I think at the end of last episode a couple of weeks back, I said I was going to do a series on the mass, which I still plan to do, but I'm going to hold off. I'm still kind of gathering some info that I want to use for that one. But for now, we're going to focus on today's episode, which is titled The Kingdom Begins Now. And so I've been thinking a lot about trying to act in the present more so than dwell in the past and and think about the future so much. I think so oftentimes we forget about acting in the present. And there's a great quote from Mother Angelica who I listen to quite often. I know they're older videos, 20, 25 years old, but gosh, they're just so relevant to today's world. And Mother Angelica is so good. She's just, she's sweet, but she's also stern. And she just says things in such a manner that it's easy to understand. And she has a quote, uh, and, and, and it's her quote answer to the question, how do we get to heaven? And her answer is, do God's will in the present. And so I think often we forget to think about our daily approach to the daily choices we have to make in our lives. And so when we think about the title of this episode, The Kingdom Begins Now, we often think of the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven as something that's far off into the distant future after we've passed. But that's not how we should live our lives. Let's look at what Jesus says in Luke chapter 13, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 17. He says, "When asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus said in reply, "The coming of the kingdom of God cannot be observed, and no one will announce, "Look, there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is among you." So this tells me two things. Number 1, Jesus is referring to himself here. That he is literally among us. Remember what John chapter 14 said. It said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. So number one, Jesus is telling us to focus on him. He is among us. But number two, it's that we must live our lives now as if the kingdom of God is here in the present. You know, so many of our conversations that are in the present, focus on dwelling in the past, whether it's past successes or past failures, or oftentimes spent thinking about the future. How can I become happy? And we try to satisfy ourselves with material goods maybe. And and we think just if we just get to this point, we're going to be happy and we're going to be good and we'll be able to celebrate. You know, it's good to think about the past and to learn from the past. And it's good to plan for the future But it's in the present that we often forget about. How, How often are we thinking of the kingdom of heaven in our daily lives? How often are you thinking, okay, today I'm going to focus on some things that are going to get me to the kingdom of God. 
I mean, it, it, it's just we're robots often in our lives and we're on autopilot and we just don't put that much effort into our daily choices. And then when we fail, it really makes our lives messy. I mean, when we've chosen to lie to somebody in order to not have to tell them the truth, is that really living in the kingdom of God? When we let our anger consume us and when we respond with rage and hate, is that living in the kingdom of God? When we gossip about family or friends or colleagues, is that living in the kingdom of God? When you act or when we act with pride and arrogance, so much so that we lose our ability to listen, is that living in the kingdom of God? When we maybe seek pleasure in drinking or engaging in activities that are quote-unquote fun, are we really satisfied? Are we really living in the kingdom of God? So you see, we often in our daily lives forget about the promises that Jesus gave us. Remember, he said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. Blessed are the meek, blessed are the humble. So it's not blessed are those who are prideful or angry or who are quote unquote more intelligent than everybody else or woke, so to speak. But it is, it's blessed are those who put the kingdom of God in the present. Remember what Jesus taught us. He taught us how to pray with the Lord's Prayer. The way he taught us, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So how can we live on earth as it is in heaven? Well, we have to look for more instructions. And in Mark chapter 16, we see Jesus say to the apostles, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. <laughs> it's pretty clear cut and dry right there. Go proclaim the gospel. If you believe and are baptized, you're good. If not, you will be condemned. So this stuff is pretty serious, obviously. If we want to live eternally forever with God, we must start living in the present. Not living in the moment by making rash decisions that are going to give us temporary pleasure, but living in the moment in the sense that God is at the center of all of our decisions. Not living in the moment of... Oh, I'm just going to have that extra drink because it's going to make me a little bit happier. Or I'm going to push the limit on, on any kind of pleasure I'm seeking. If you're sitting on your computer and you start getting into some, maybe some Google searches you shouldn't be getting into. Is that living in the moment in the right way? It's tough. But I think we need to focus more on putting God at the center of all of our decisions. So in order to go into the world and proclaim the gospel, we don't want to do it in such a way that it's 
showing that pride or that anger. We have to do this with love, and we must pray, and we must show the hope that we have in Christ ourselves. We pray for people and hope that they see the love of Christ in us. Remember what John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish and have eternal life. Once again, another promise that we must believe in Jesus if we want eternal life. We often forget that Jesus loves each one of us unconditionally. If there was nobody else on this earth but you, that's how Jesus views every one of us. He knows each of the hairs on our heads. He can count them. He knows everything about us. He hears our thoughts. He created us out of love in his image and likeness. That can be awful scary when you think about how our minds wander. But he's also a very merciful and loving God. And he offers us the hope that this life on earth is temporary. But we must do two things. One, we must pray. Two, we must spend time in Scripture. Scripture is full of inspiration and instructions. I mean, remember, after all, it is God's Word speaking to us when we read Scripture. So I encourage you guys, please do not live your life on autopilot. Treat each day as a blessing and begin living the kingdom of God now, here on earth. So that one day, when our time here on earth is over, we can be confident that we may have eternal life with our Father in heaven. God bless you all.